0: It's The Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia.
1: And welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. It is a Thursday, the 5th of May for 2022. Coming up this morning, I'm going to be talking with Eliza Owen from CoreLogic, who is the head of research there, and we're going to be looking at some more data that's been released, and Tiny Homes Expo. Don't forget about this, I'll tell you more about it very shortly. It's an event taking place in Redcliffe. But first, let's check out the weather around Australia.
0: It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au.
1: First we go to Sydney, expecting some showers to increase throughout the day, a high of 23 degrees. In Melbourne, it's going to be a little cool, 17 degrees with one or two showers and possible hail. Brisbane expecting some rainy bits as well today, a high of 27 degrees. And in Perth, a blue sky day and a high of 22 degrees
0: across every state, city and town of Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.
1: Well, the Tiny Home Expo is an event put together for people to explore the entire concept of living tiny, including display houses, off-the-grid products, and they've got experts there. They've also got featured speakers. It is happening on Friday, May the 27th, Saturday and Sunday as well. Tickets are $35 for morning entry where you can stay all day and $25 for afternoon entry now I've got five free double passes to give away to have a chance of winning you have to be part of the Real Estate Breakfast Club the good news is if you haven't already joined there is still time to possibly win these tickets because we'll be doing a draw sometime between now and tomorrow morning so what you do if you're not a member email to this email address address Podcast at gmail.com that's podcast at gmail.com and put in the header tiny home expo
0: we feature market updates interviews and trends it's your real estate podcast for breakfast
1: Well the first quarter of 2022 has been posted and a stronger result around inflation which of course means that the Reserve Bank of Australia is under increasing pressure to raise the cash rate and to discuss this a little bit more in depth joining me this morning is CoreLogic's Head of Research Eliza Owen. Good morning Eliza, welcome to the program.
0: Craig, good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: Great to have you here. And the strong inflation result, as suggested, puts additional pressure on the RBA. So what is on the way, do you think, for homeowners with their mortgages?
0: Well, essentially, any increase in the cash rate is about slowing things down a bit in the economy to try and tame inflation. And housing is a part of that. So an increase in the cash rate would increase mortgage rates and for those on variable rates this will essentially mean higher housing costs and that'll probably curb consumption and and spending elsewhere. I guess the flip side and, and some of the good news around that is that higher interest rates do also put downward pressure on property prices. So for some first home buyers, that's going to mean more opportunity to get into the market.
1: Yeah, and even before any cash rate rise, we have seen a lift in average fixed mortgage rates starting to go up. What would an earlier than forecast rate rise to the market do you think due to the house prices?
0: So, fixed rates on average have been rising through 2021, and even before we've seen the first cash rate rise, fixed rate levels have actually gotten back to around their pre-pandemic levels. That's meant that some housing markets that are particularly sensitive to changes in the interest rates, and those are really your more expensive and investor-concentrated markets like Sydney and Melbourne – That means that they're probably going to be the first to to react, even ahead of a cash rate change. And indeed, we've already seen that. If we look at the CoreLogic Home Value Index, Sydney's shown its third consecutive month of decline, and Melbourne has seen a decline in values for three of the past five months.
1: Yeah, and the RBA noted in their financial stability review that a 2% point rise in interest rates could see real housing prices fall by up to 15%, which is interesting because a lot of people will be thinking – probably horrified at the prospect but because of the huge growth over the last two years this only really puts us back to levels similar to that of March 2021.
0: Yeah that's right I mean through the current upswing national home values have increased about 26 percent And then if you split that out between regionals and the capital cities, it's been around a 40% increase in property prices in regional Australia. So, if anything, I think price declines will come as some relief for those trying to get into the market. But for homeowners, you know, the the people who are at more risk are really just those who have purchased recently and have purchased at a kind of maximum lending capacity. So, we think that risks should be relatively well contained and it's just sort of people at the margins who might face that little extra kind of housing and, and serviceability. Stress.
1: Yeah, and so looking at the extent of any housing downturn, there would be a variety of factors which would sort of calculate be brought into the market. What do you think some of those are likely to be?
0: I think some of it might come back to how strongly house prices ran up before this cash rate change. So, for example, markets that haven't seen as strong an increase, like unit markets, for example, probably aren't going to see as much of a downturn. There are other factors to consider, like the return of overseas migration, which is going to keep rental demand quite strong in places like inner city Sydney and Melbourne. And as perverse and unfortunate as it is, a lot of the bottlenecks that we're seeing in the construction industry are also sort of mitigating some of these price declines because we're just not seeing the delivery of new housing supply. So even as demand falls, that kind of lag in construction could mitigate the level of falls that we see.
1: Yeah, the lag is going to be interesting to keep an eye on. And having a look at fixed rate protection. Now, these fixed rate borrowings uh, peaked last year at around 45%. It's probably not a bad thing, do you think, to assist a lot of the borrowers uh, as the RBA looks for that sort of rate rise?
0: That's one of the factors that would see at least short term stability in housing market conditions amid a higher cash rate. The other thing to consider is that even for those on variable rates, the RBA has reported that at the median level, a variable mortgage rate holder has built up these prepayments equivalent to about 21 months on their mortgages. So that uh, serviceability assessment buffers uh, and high savings levels built up during the pandemic are all things that I guess would see mortgage holders relatively well set up to kind of prepare for this higher interest rate environment.
1: And as far as the mortgage stress levels which you've alluded to, the RBA pointed out that non-performing housing loans comprised only 0.9% of the mortgage portfolio at the end of last year. So do you think that's likely to be helpful as well in the overall scheme of things?
0: Yes. I mean, the fall in property prices only really becomes a risk when people can't service their mortgages. And the interesting thing about this housing market downturn, which we might be coming into, is that it's happening off the back of higher inflation, higher wages growth, and the strongest labour market that we've seen in decades. So again, that's kind of going to underpin serviceability. It's not that it won't go up, this mortgage stress. Um, We certainly saw that during the housing market downturn in Western Australia, where the arrears rate did rise. But even after rising, it was still at a relatively small level of the mortgage market. People at the margins will be affected. Overall, it's not all doom and gloom for the housing market as a whole.
1: Good on you, Eliza. Thank you so much for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast, pointing out some of those interesting points to follow, I guess, over the next quarter.
0: Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.